Welcome to Behind the Backline, the podcast where we chat with merchants, brands, and industry professionals in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space about their products, services, industry trends, stories, and more. Join us now as we dig into the stories behind our favorite backline gear. Welcome to episode 30 of Behind the Backline. I'm Matt Jacoby of Active Media, and today I am talking with Michael Van Dyke, owner and manager of Drumnetics. Thanks for joining me today, Mike. Yeah, hey, Matt. Uh, really great to be here. I appreciate having me on, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing uh, your product, first of all, as a fellow drummer. And uh, you know, I'm just kind of uh, getting your story about how Drumnetics came to be and uh, uh, you know where, where you started from. So... Um, usually we'll get going. Uh, let, we can start off by letting you uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what uh, Drumnetics does. Well, all right. Uh, Drumnetics is uh, a, a small business uh, based off of manufacturing a bass drum pedal that is fully actuated by magnets and they're in magnetic repulsion. Um, the, the, there's no springs on the pedal. I've got nothing against springs. I just basically decided to, you know, pursue a, a different way of, uh, you know, of operating, actuating a, a bass drum pedal. So it, it's pretty much it. There's nothing really you know, big about it. I, I do right now uh, sell off off a website uh, a single standard single pedal, um, but the demand for double pedal. And hi hat stand has has grown uh, increasingly. It's like every second or third email I get every day is somebody wanting to know. It's like you guys make a, a double pedal. So I have made and been making a double pedal just by by kind of inquiry and special order. But so we have uh, single pedals. Uh, I make also by special order a longboard single. Uh, and double for that matter so then the double and the occasional hi-hats and again just because i'm a small business i don't uh want to keep people waiting you know my lead times are a little extended right now and wouldn't want it to be any longer because of an overdose of you know people wanting pedals so kind of keep it a little under the radar but you know want people to know that i do make them and uh, and more than willing to do so happily uh, until things get to a different phase, if you will, with my manufacturing, which, by the way, I, I am working on. So 2019, kind of be on the lookout for other slash new things with regards to you know what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, and how long it's going to take for me to do that. Right now, I'm you know about six weeks average, sometimes longer before I can get pedals done and, and shipping out the door. So people have been pretty cool about it, but uh, I myself sometimes feel, you know, bad, if you will, that they, they need to wait. But most everybody's been really calm, you know, cool about it. Just like, yeah, whenever it shows up, I'm ready to get this thing. They're really <laughs> excited to get it. So, so anyway, that's uh, that's about it therein. Um, it's a small shop uh, that I have within an, another uh, machinist shop and I've got a small CNC machine. It's really more a bench top hobbyist level machine. And that's what I've been doing all my parts on for the past four plus years. Just that one little machine. I do every last thing on it. The, the plastic uh, parts that encase the magnets, the, the solid 
uh, aluminum parts, uh, you know, everything. So, but it's been wild. Yep. Really cool overall. Awesome. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. Is it just um, mainly you and then the manufacturer? Well, I, I am the manufacturer really oh, okay. Okay. in all of that. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I'd had a, a little bit of a, of a history before that. Um, you know, Drumnetics has been around for, uh, well, solid, more solid, like with regards to having my own machine and being in control of what's getting done and how long, you know, it's going to take. Like I said, the, the four, little over four years now, four and a half maybe right now. But before that, I had local manufacturers, you know, you know, small runs, um, willing to help me out, uh, even get on board if things were to kind of grow and, and whatnot. But it was always like I was the, the guy you know, only ordering small run on parts, you know. So every time one of the bigger customers got a rush order, you know, I, I'd get you know, totally swept under the pile, you know, and that, you know, Mike can wait, we've got this, it's more important, you know, they're going to make more money off it, what have you. So mm-hmm. I'm really tired of that. Um, all in all, and over and over and gosh, you know, mistakes, then they got to eat half the cost, you know, with them, you know, be willing to split it at least, you know, not make me pay for it again. You know, they, they were cool. They were all great people. Don't get me wrong. But it was just like, you know, forget this. <laughs> you know, excuse me, you know, just like, I'm going to try and see if I can do this myself. So that's, that's what I did. And you always uh, got to think about cutting corners when you're starting your own small business and how long you can wear all those hats for the longest time until it starts to make sense to grow from there. So yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. So it was a little bit of a learning curve uh, to teach myself how to, you know, work off CAD drawings and work with a, an interface that helps uh, establish the code, as it's called, for operating a CNC, uh, which for those that don't understand is computer numerated control. So there's an X and a Y axis and a Z up and down. So all those axes move in conjunction with one another and, and motors and uh, move the table uh, into the cutter. The cutter doesn't move into the material it's the opposite way you fix the, the material to the table and the table moves you know with use of this code which is really you know i mean that interface program if i didn't have that i think i'd be a little less so well because it's it's <laughs> you know it's, it's a it's a bit of a, of a of a knowing what you're doing and and if you don't well you're not going to get anywhere so <laughs> it was lucky <laughs> to have all three put together. And I just took a while to teach myself how to do it. And uh, before long, I was actually able to do all the parts, drill all the holes and tap them and et cetera, et cetera, and build a pedal. And it was uh, also more coincident to designing the the upper magnets. Uh, you know, those that have ordered the pedals and seen stuff online, the upper magnet was a big step off my initial design of just having a uh, base plate set base plate magnet and then an adjustable slash movable pedal board magnet. And that was the adjustment, which still is part of the, you know, the, the current pedal that I, uh, I have for sale. Um, that initial uh, design is still there, but then the uppers are uh, kind of uh, rotationally adjusted. This is more a, uh, a slide feature to the magnets that, you know, a little offset from face to face will provide a, a field of repulsion. But then once you slide the magnets, put the magnets to it and they straight across face to face position, then the mag 
magnetic repulsion is really, really strong then. Yeah, I was watching your video on your website to actually wrap my head around where the magnets were and, you know, where you replace the chain and how that worked. And you almost have to see it like visually to understand how you're using the magnets to control the the back movement, the forward movement. And then I'm assuming the, the foot, the pedal board is actually the like, um, like more of the the human tension movement. Is that correct? Where like the, how hard it is to push the pedal down? Yeah. Yeah. When, when, um, you know, I send out kind of like a cover letter, uh, you know, thank you for choosing drumnetics. And then there's a little, little bit of an explanation. And then I ask, you know, the people to go to the website. There's a video instruction and a written setup of, of the adjustments. Um, so yeah, all in all, that's where I explained that uh, because it's the mass of the magnets, you get more repulsion out of more magnet, you know, so the spacing or the amount of area up top, you know, isn't as uh, uh, available for me to be bigger, which at some point I, I, I might investigate, but then the uh, the larger block magnets, it's kind of like set up the repulsion you want up top and then use that slide feature in the uh, pedal board because those magnets down there, you know, really, really put it into uh, to play. And it's, it's very um, subtle. I mean, you can move that magnet, you know, from the back setting all the way out of face-to-face, you know, repulsion. Uh, incrementally, and it's a, it's amazing how the magnets, little by little, will just be that much firmer as you put them closer, and then ultimately to the face-to-face position, and uh, that's where you can get really the the overall feel, more fine-tuning actually there at this point. Yeah, I was going to say it looks like the adjustments are actually a little bit more refined than trying to tighten or loosen a chain drive. I kind of get fed up with that most of the time. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's one thing. The the like I say, if you get those uh, those upper magnets, you know, set up. Like I say, it's just a spacing. It's basically a visual, uh, a physical slash visual thing. You know, I mean, you basically use you know the adjustment holes in the bottom side of the upper uh, configure upper magnet configuration. You get the proximity, the spacing between the magnets where you want it, where it's going to give you a good amount, and then <clears throat> you can do that while you're like. Uh, sitting next to your kit, you know, on a table or on the floor or wherever, and then hook the pedal up to the bass drum. And that's where you use that slide feature and you can, you know, the mag, you know, the pedals on the bass drum, um, you know, just as, you know, any other spring tension, you just got to play with the, the knob and stretch the, the spring more. There's the slide uh, for you to, you know, set and play around with to get what you're looking for. That's really awesome. I, I at some point I have to try one of these. I don't I don't play it very often anymore, but I need to at some point. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, it's it's one one of the reasons why I I've been doing this. It started you know a long time ago, um, just more out of curiosity, not necessarily a strong need that I had or felt the drumming community needed for something different. It was just like, well, I wonder if magnets would work. You know. Uh, you know, opposing one another, rep- repelling from one another in a bass drum configuration. It was just more, uh, you know, a, a, a curious uh, approach I, I took um, to doing this. And I, uh, I did it on a Ludwig Speed King pedal. I 
bent, you know, metal, uh, sheet metal into like clips, if you will, and, and stabilize them and attach them into the, uh, the pedal, you know, took out the spring feature and, you know, it, it, it worked, you know, voila, it worked like, holy crap. I, I didn't know what to expect either really by doing <laughs> it. And then I took it around and showed people. Um, I, I don't live right down in the city of Charlotte. I'm, I'm North Charlotte. So, but once I got a better, you know, uh, model, more significant model and tight, you know, not shaky and wobbly like like the <laughs> one was. I took it around and people were like, "Wow, that really, you know, feels good." It totally would be something, you know, if it's even refined more to a, a a product, say that I was able to manufacture and and distribute. So I was like, "Well, okay, that's cool, right?" Just I guess I'll just start doing more of them, you know, and more or less how it how it went. Um, but it all extends from my own personal pleasure that I, I have with playing mine. And uh, if it's something that somebody else can experience while they're playing their drums, well, then you know, why, why not? You know, so here I am doing this, what I do. Yeah, that's a pretty, um, I mean, you must have like, once you saw the interest in it and, um, you know, your curiosity got the best of you, it's, I was going to ask you, like, you know, what was the trigger for for doing this to go from a player to all of a sudden, like, teaching yourself CNC machinery and playing with magnets and going down this whole scientific, how does this replace chain chain route? Um, that's uh, that's quite a story. <laughs> yeah, well, well, thanks, man. It's just been kind of a, you know, uh, don't know what to, to actually call it or refer to it as. You know, I mean, at, at one point, uh, I, d I did have a pedal at one point that um, had a strap uh, as the linkage. And I, I just bought it. I needed a pedal, bought this, thought that would be cool. And um, nothing about strap is, is a, a um, you know, is, is a depletion of, of the way the pedal works, but it was just more how the pedal, you know, acted and, and spring tension. And, you know, it just made me wonder. I thought, well, if I wanted maybe a little bit more, tension if you will like from the the spring but then the spring was already where it got to with you know with the size of it that was supplied with the pedal and as far as you could set it you know to, to stretch it and the tension and all i was like well what you know what else you know would be possible and it was just something that uh you know just just kind of appeared in my thoughts you know just kind of came to me as cliche as all that is you know i just thought mm -hmm. wow goodness, what about them you know man they were just set up in the in the pedal somehow and repelled one another and uh just started tinkering around with it I, I had the idea for a long time before i actually acted on it and uh sometimes it's a matter of circumstances uh you know it didn't allow for it to do anything or be anything to go anywhere when i first got it um but then once i got to north carolina the uh the friend of mine that lives here i was actually down in in uh texas i followed some friends down there i wanted to break into the country music scene and i didn't want to go really i'm not a big country music fan per se but they bugged the crap out of me and they've been auditioning drummers and we played together and we did pretty good you know uh thought well you know look just come down just come down and i'll tell you what just as part of the, the conversation here it was a lot more fun to perform country music than listen to it you know? <laughs> For me, it was anyway. And, and so, you know, I, I did it for about a year and I just didn't see it going anywhere. And this really good friend of mine, 
uh, from grade school. We've kept in touch, and he coincidentally was in Charlotte. And yeah, we had we'd always kept in touch. And I told him, yeah, the thing down in Texas isn't working out. I think we're going to head back to New Jersey. He said, well, why don't you stop in? Just kind of hang for a little while. Don't worry about you know paying me anything to stay at the house. And he had a kind of job that um, he's out on the road a lot. So uh, uh, I did. And he, he told me about a music store that he passed every day on his way to work. And uh, I thought, well, you know, well, he suggested, why don't you just go see? I wasn't looking to stay here. Um, you know, not a negative towards, you know, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, anything like that. But I was on my way to New Jersey. So anyway, I just gave it a shot. And then before I knew it, I, I had, you know, a good number of students and a private uh, lesson route with the drum teacher that was leaving from the store. And that was basically it. And Mike had a, uh, a garage that, you know, he only used for one car, if anything at all. He, like, he, he likes to throw darts and he likes to have parties and everybody gets thrown darts. So he usually didn't have cars parked in the garage, but he had this bench set up and had a vice clamp to it. And I was like, you know, I, like I said, I taught a little bit. I had days off and I just... It was right then and there. It all came funneling back, you know, this idea. It's like, well, now I have a chance to kind of work at this, you know. So that's where it started in my friend's garage at his uh, workbench. And it, it's just blossomed, blossomed into everything that's happened up to even now, this conversation with you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is how um, Apple started, all right, in the garage. So you're, you're, on, your, you're on the right path. <laughs> okay. Well, I tell you, man, it's it's been kooky sometimes. You know, I I do wonder. It's like you you do a lot to to make something happen, and um, you know, you just just making ends meet. You you want to do you know more to to reach people, and you can only do so much. And sometimes you feel like that's not enough, and you know, or I should say, me, not anybody else. You know, can can get into a tendency and a mindset to to be hard on myself. You know, it's like mm-hmm. man, want to know where they can try this pedal out. And I, I can't tell them anywhere because there isn't any place that it's available um, outside of a small music store in King, North Carolina. Um, I, the, the, the manager of that store where I first started teaching lives up there and she now manages a music store. And she thought, well, why don't I, why don't I put a pedal in, in the store? So she did. And, you know, no no crap, man. So he sold it out of the store, you know, and uh, just a small town. I will say, honestly, she has yet to restock the, on the pedal. <laughs> but nonetheless, she has every intention to do it. She just sold it like a month and a half ago or so. Okay. But uh, so anyway, it's it's hard. You know, people want to know. And it's like, man, you know, I really want to try something like this. And I understand that. So um, back to what I said earlier, I'm I've kind of got some things in the works that'll enable me a little a bit more of a, a of a, an allowability to, to uh, you know inventory parts, thus build them into pedals, and hopefully get into you know, a couple of stores. You know, just kind of strategically here and there. And I have a couple leads too already, so that's kind of cool. Hopefully they 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 will be interested in following through. Um, you know, first part of next year, and then. You know, but just better lead times for those that can't get to the stores but are, you know, interested in trying the pedals slash willing to buy it, pay for it, and, and receive it um, is basically where I'm at. But I, I feel like I'm not re- at the full potential of 
what I can do for people as far as being able to find out more about it. And at this point, it's only, <clears throat> excuse me, um, on this point, it's only available um, on your website, like you're just shipping it right now, or can they pick it up locally if they're in, in your area? Oh, yeah. If, if uh, that's, that's happened a couple of times, I actually finally bring it up. They're like, uh, some guy was, he traveled for work, you know, and uh, he's like, well, can we work out the price I don't have to pay for shipping? Because I'll be traveling right through Charlotte, if you don't mind meeting up with me, or I'll come closer to where you are when we meet up. But, uh, but yeah, you know, as far as, you know, the shipping goes, uh, anybody that's, that's close by wants to, you know, stop by to, to pick it up, uh, see the shop, you know, that, that's happened too. A uh, guy up in Raleigh came down one time just to try the pedal. Um, instead of just buying it first and you know he followed through and bought one and uh, I've got a couple of students that have, have purchased pedals from me you know some that got you know a little bit older and you know into the first couple of years of high school and uh, <clears throat> so but right now mostly yeah, just the online from the website and uh, you know until I, I more established I, you know, I, I hope soon to be able to have the you know, double pedal available for purchase right now it's not available for purchase people have just been finding out about it and they send me an email and they want to know if i have plans on making one and that i you know am then they're like oh okay well that's great great to know great to find out and we just follow through uh, on that level so I, I want that to be more a here it is you know not somebody finding out we get on a call and you know, we work out the details and I make them one. That's been great. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, just so it's not something they're going on the website and not seeing, you know, and then wondering about it. And yeah, and those that follow through, thankfully enough, find out that I'm doing it. But I, I want to be able to say, yeah, here it is. You agree on the price, et cetera, and the lead time of, you know, hopefully, like I said, again, back to a new aspect and different area of manufacturing, you know, working in somebody else's uh, capacity along with mine, being able to, to deliver, you know, a lot sooner than, uh, well, it was four to six. And then I had to bump it up from six to eight weeks delivery because I just got really, really busy. Uh, this past year was like the busiest I've ever been. And to the point where I, I, uh, I've stepped off from teaching. I no longer teach drums uh, regularly. I, I have a couple uh um, students that, you know, really wanted to keep going. And, you know, I, I teach them privately, kind of an extension, you know, beyond the music store I taught out of. But, uh, but so, yeah, busy enough to, you know, support myself, uh, you know, quote, unquote. Well, that's Sometimes good. A little close, you know. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you're doing something right if all of a sudden things are getting busier. And, and from a, uh, a marketing standpoint, uh, you know, when you're at the point when you're ready to start offering said uh, <clears throat> double kicks and um, even the hi-hat pedal at some point, um, should uh, already have a like a product page on your site for a pre-order or even a mailing list so that you have that interest and you could, although you probably would then be fulfilling like, you know, 20 plus orders right out the door, but you know, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. You know, again, it was more me. I, I just myself. I just felt really bad about asking people to, you know, because there was a time in off the eight weeks. I was like, oh my gosh, it's like I'm starting to feel like, you know, eight weeks is coming close, you know, from the date of purchase, and I'm 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 right in there, you know, with it. But there were times <laughs> I thought, you know, sometimes it's cutting a little too close, and um, 
feeling like, wow, just to give myself a little breathing room, you know, then bump it up from eight to 10. And I'm thinking, I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. I, I felt horrible about it. Just the way I am, uh, you know, everybody that's come, come along, they, they gladly, you know, uh, offer to buy and do buy the, the pedal and they're, they're, they're satisfied to, you know, when, when I do actually get to talk to some of the, we get that far into it. Most people, uh, you know, just do back and forth on email and you can only get so much from a person when you email with them. You get them on the phone before you know it, you know, an hour has gone by and each guy, you know, knows your, your total history on what you did first and learned and what bands, <laughs> drummers, you know, influenced you. And it's awesome. That's, that's one thing I just totally love about this. The people that I've actually been able to talk to that have related to what I have and then in fact want to use it. So I, you know, I then, in, you know, uh, in, in the course of time, make them one and uh, get a good testimonial back from them. And, uh, you know, great. You know, I'm just pleased as could be. That's awesome. Well, yeah, you've, you definitely are on the right path. And, you know, the fact that you've seen growth is awesome. And I, I'm sure you're going to have a good 2019. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm shooting for it. You know, just, just more interactive, you know. Um, I, I miss going to the the most recent um, Percussive Arts Society show. I think that's, is that Chicago? Out Midwest somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just, like I say, I, I was not quite over that hump where I was able to say, yeah, I've got inventory, place in order, you know, uh, give me time to either make it or include it with you know, any given number of other pedals slash orders that I've got. And I'll get it out to you, but it won't be anything like the lead time I'm I'm, I'm at right now. Um, so, but yeah, stuff like that. Um, the NAM show is cool, but it's it's merchant oriented, and I do want to you know interact with merchants and get into some stores. But I I'm, I'm still not going to be able to get into you know like a dozen you know to twenty stores and then be able to supply them on a regular basis. That's where it's still going to be. A little bit of a small business, you know, entity, you know, mm -hmm. still small and still can't just, you know, go worldwide uh, and, you know, and, and kind of like be a supplier to the, you know, guitar center chain or anything like that. But, um, you know, want to be able to get, you know, to a small number of stores just to kind of really get my feet wet with, see how it goes and what I might need to expand, you know, further on out from there. So, but then there's always the people, you know, and then those kinds of shows. Like I think, uh, what is it? Modern Drummer. Mm -hmm. uh, not so Modern Drummer, excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, show that's also in Nashville. And I think around the same time that the NAM does their show. You know, that's just a, a public oriented. It's all you do. You just talk to them. You can, you know, you can sell product at these shows, uh, networking and all that kind of thing. Um, so a little bit of... You know, everything is as much as I can make happen. Uh, I really want to, and I'm seeking, look like I'll be able to, a number of different ways anyway, step step it up some. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those uh, do it or get off the pot kind of things. Or <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is it. I've been really frustrated, really, internally. It's like, dang, you know, I just really want to, you know, uh, be be more with this. And, and but it's, it's, to be more with with the other drummers, you know, I I can only say for myself how much I just you know really love 
playing my pedal. I get nice, you know, smooth action, quick strokes this way and that way. I mean, you just bump it on a straight ACDC, you know, beat. <laughs> then you want to do, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, say, um, <clears throat> you know, hold the line, that Toto. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved that, man, ever since I I heard it way back when, you know, boom, boom, bam, boom, 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 bam. Just, just loved it and still do. You know, it's things like that that you hear. And it's like, that is just freaking awesome when you hear it. You know, the bottom stuff, all of that. You know, so I, I got that with this pedal, you know, for myself. And only want that other people can enjoy having something that makes them feel good when they're playing. That's it. You know, you sit at your drum. It's just experience of playing when you're playing. You know? I think it's enriching, you know. And I always tried to say that to my students, you know. But that was... That was sometimes, uh, what do they say, uh, spoken on deaf fears. They were just kind of, yeah, okay. Did you practice some? No, I really didn't get to it. <laughs> I practice. You're here for some lessons. You know, I want you to really get some, some stuff going on. You got to practice, you know. But so We've all been there. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> kind of crazy sometimes and a little frustrating, a little frustrating, but um, – but then, you know, you got the, all the other ones, and they're all really cool kids. I love them all. Characters here, you know, quiet ones there, you know. It's just it's really cool to, to experience it, you know, beyond that and into the more professional, semi-professional, you know, uh, novice, whatever. You know, you have something that, you know, you can utilize, rely on, and kind of, you know, be in conjunction with, you know. And that's what I, I, I will say others tell me about. You know, the drumnetics pedals is more or less what you think and the pedal plays, you know, for you. I had a guy just tell me that yesterday morning. Um, he wanted a, another beater, you know. Guys call me up and they ask if they can get a beater with something else rather than um, uh, felt on it. Some guys have called me up and like, yeah, man, you know, it's like the dimension that the felt takes up on the beater. Can you just make me another one? It's just the hard plastic. So I, you know, I make them one. So, uh I, I have the opportunity to get, you know, full-on person-to-person experiences, testimonials, and uh, what do you call it, uh, just experiences that they have with the pedal and the way they see it and whatnot. Awesome. It's really rewarding. It, it really is. You know, even the small, you know, business level that I'm at, I've talked to a lot of, a lot of people, and there are a lot of drummers that use genetics pedals. Cool, cool. Well, before we... Uh uh end on on a good note um did we uh did you want to um share some like your website and uh some of your social channels and people can f- uh check out your your pedal yeah sure well the the website itself is uh com, and i've got a facebook page so facebook.com forward slash drumnetics and i also have a twitter account i'll say it honestly i sometimes forget i even have it uh, <laughs> Not by way of dislike to Twitter. It's just sometimes I, I just don't get on everything that's available out there. So I do have a Twitter account. Uh, however, that reads Twitter, you know, dot com forward slash drumnetics as well. Um, you know, looking more into other areas of, of social interaction, you know, the Snapchat, and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. But I just haven't got there. I'll say it honestly. It's just sometimes I, I just don't have the time to, to get to it all. Because um, it is just just me, myself, and I right now. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm cool with that. Totally cool with. It. 
So, uh, but just those three right now. Okay. Please visit. Please uh, share. Please, uh, you know, inquire. Uh, I'll be glad to answer any questions at all. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing where you, you can take this in the next couple of years. I think this has a lot of potential and I, uh, you know, we'll share, share in the notes and some links to your site. Um, of course, we'll have the video on there as well and um, make sure we can get a few, few more pedals in as many hands as possible. Cause you know, uh, I, it looks, you know, something that doesn't have any, any kind of friction or touch points almost seems like it would last longer than a chain drive or a strap drive, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the arrangements, uh, the connection points on, on those pedals, you know, are, are plenty firm and, and fast, so, you know, will we'll hold up. The direct drive um, more or less has to be the case with uh, my pedal because of the, the upward force of the repulsion. You know, so if a pedal sits by itself, so to speak, I mean, I've, I've had demo setups where just the base plate, the heel plate, and the the pedal board as it attaches to the heel plate and then the magnet set up and then I'll just hold the pedal up and it just drops and just bounces, you know, as if nothing is there, you know, to cause it to bounce. It's the magnetic repulsion. So with that being said, the, the magnets pushing upward, um, I couldn't use a, a chain per se because you know, it would buckle then. I mean, I've, I have tried it as long as you just kind of keep your, foot on the pedal board it, it does in fact work there's no reason why it wouldn't it's just the fact that the the direct drive handles the the features you know the essence of the repulsion rather than the pull on the you know the setup of a spring tension pedal so um but yeah i use uh really you know good uh rated high rated bearings in the linkage there's bearings the cam they rotate on the on the shaft. The shaft is fixed to the pedal, so everything's really smooth uh, because of it. Um, and all the parts that actuate the pedal are on the parts that move to get the beater to the bass drum head. That's another, you know, call it feature of the magnets and how they work. They're on the parts themselves. It's not another part having to actuate to move those parts. Those parts are moving with the magnets on them, so it's it's a little bit more of a I don't know, you call it efficiency, you know, it's it's right on the pedal parts. Operate the, the pedal for that beater to get to the bass drum. Awesome. Well, anything that's got a little less maintenance is always good for drummers who are always changing all the moving parts that we have. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, indeed, man. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time today. This has been fun. I, it's been great to learn about your, your pedals. Um, hope to own one of my own someday and uh i hope it's uh helps you get some traction and a few more orders so <laughs> yeah well my sincere appreciation you know right back to you matt thank you for listening to behind the backline brought to you by octave media an inbound marketing agency focused on helping music merchants develop an automated solution to increase website sales you can find octave media at www.octave.media Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or Google Play Music to learn more about great products and companies in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space. And be sure to leave a review to let us know what you thought of this episode. We encourage you to share us with your friends and colleagues via social media, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Hey 
Hey guys, Matt here from Behind the Backline. I recently released a free on-demand training called Three Steps to Drumming Up More Website Sales. During the 9-minute video, you'll learn the secrets to streamline your brand's image and dramatically increase your website sales. If you're a music brand or a retailer and you want to increase your website sales, go to octave.media slash drumoffer today. That's octave.media slash drumoffer. And thanks for listening to Behind the Backline.